0: You're listening to Super Power Up with multidimensional master, superpower expert, and former counterintelligence agent Tonya Don If you're ready to disrupt reality, then sit down, strap in, and prepare to experience the show that proves there is no spoon. Hello, everyone. This is Tonya Don your superpower expert, and I am so excited about this conversation. Last week, I talked with Erwin Laszlo about can spirituality save us all? If you missed that, folks, do yourself a favor. Go back and listen to that. Absolutely amazing. Amazing man. Um, just valuable, valuable wisdom from the ages of, of just a wealth of knowledge. Make sure that you go and listen to them. The, and today, we're, we're going to expand on that conversation, and we're talking about searching for a savior, Right. And so so I get that this is a, is a hot button for some of you. And the idea of a savior, depending on where you're at in your development, what your experiences have been with religiosity, spirituality, um, you know, all of it is going to have an impact on how you receive that word um, and what relationship you've had with it. I'm going to invite you, as, as I do always, of course, to take a deep breath and just expand out and just listen. Listen for the resonance of things. Don't lean into how you've received it in the past or what your definitions or connotations of that word might be. Um, But instead ask spirit, ask creator, ask God to to guide you right now in how to listen, how to receive it. Um, Or even if if you're not comfortable with any of that, those concepts, think about your higher self, your, your higher power, you know, ask the observer aspect of you to guide you in understanding what your relationship is with the savior concept because like it or not it's in the collective whether you have immediate direct access with your own stories of that or whether it's just pulling on it from the collective consciousness there is this innate desire that we all share to in times of trouble go looking for a savior we see it in business all the time. You know, we call it that concept because, of course, the messianic kind of savior component is is, is alive and well in our constructs. But regardless, it, it's this abdication that we lean into until we learn to identify that tendency and instead guide it into a space where that sort of surrender or sacrifice or leaning into is actually warranted. And can be held properly. Um, And so so that's the conversation we're going to dive into today. Um, Make sure that you're going and and, and signing up for the shows, signing up for the messages. If if you enjoy the podcast, folks, get into our ecosystem a little bit. There's never been a better time than now to to dive more deeply into the the fullest and, and highest essence of who you are. And, and we've been at this for a while, holding people accountable to their highest vibration and the big work that they've agreed to do here in the world. And if you're you're asking yourself some of those big questions right now in light of recent events, then, then we certainly are happy to have those conversations with you. Reach out to us, experts at superpowerexperts.com. If you need help getting your message out to the world and you're a little nervous about what the world looks like moving forward, you can email us at podcast at superpowerexperts.com we have a phenomenal podcaster program if you're a good fit for us right now um and 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 the numbers just keep going up podcasting if done well um is pandemic proof and our numbers are proof i think we're at 1.65 million downloads monthly the last time we checked um not a fluke folks you're not the only one who's wondering if superpowers are real um many 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 of you are awakening to this and it's super exciting to see Um, So stay with us. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to dive deeply into the savior concept and what it means for us to be searching for a savior. Stay with us. We'll be right back, folks. Hello, everyone. This is Tonya Don Reckla, Executive Director of Superpower Experts, and we want to thank each of you Awesome. We're back. This is Tonya Don Recklin. You're listening to Disrupt Reality. We're talking today about searching for a savior. We're piggybacking off of the episode last week on can spirituality save us all with Urban Laszlo. I want to be very clear here, folks. You may not be able to get behind the whole Jesus thing. Maybe that's your jam. Maybe you you, you have a very personal and, and great relationship with Jesus. Maybe you have no relationship. Maybe you have a not so great relationship with Jesus. Wherever you fall on that component, recognize that the savior concept is um, used not exclusively in the Christian world, although in the Christian world it has a very specific meaning, right? We're talking today about some of that. And we're also talking about kind of the psychological tendency to look to be saved, right? For someone to come in and say where we can abdicate over to that. And, and And unfortunately, as long as we carry that tendency, whether we've resolved it through accepting Jesus as our Lord and Savior, you know, you've heard that phrase, and that's something we're comfortable with, and we feel like we've turned it over in that capacity, and we feel um, the freedom that, that some people experience through that process, or whether we're trying to reconcile this kind of tendency we might have to look outside of ourselves for um for our power right to be clear a lot of folks don't see those things as being mutual mutually exclusive like like the the stepping into kind of a relaxing into god as the divine and and this uh, and this salvation component doesn't necessarily feel like leaning into something external to a lot of people. A lot of folks have the experience of integrating the divine internally and leaning into a savior type kind of construct that includes themselves because they know themselves to be an aspect of the divine and it, and it guides them into oneness. So, so all of these conversations exist at multiple levels and in different frequencies and you see them very differently depending on where you're at. And so part of you is going, what, huh? What is she talking about? And you feel another piece of you wanting to grip things and put them in the boxes that it understands. Take a deep breath, let go of the need to control the dialogue and listen, just flow with the words that are coming through. This is an attunement process that draws you into bigger concepts of what's possible. Don't worry about understanding it right this second. It is okay. It will sink in. We're all being trained to go to those intuitive channels first. Instead of leaning into the kind of thought, energy, kind of logic, mental analysis, understanding pieces, that's most for most of us, that's our comfort zone. And so, really, receive this in the way that it's intended, which is how is it that when we come up on um, difficulties, that our first tendency is to to look to something else, whether it be a spouse or a parent or a, a government or a church leader, or a group leader, a community leader. um, Whatever the case may be, we all have this desire to want to look somewhere because inevitably, if we lean into our own willpower um, to the detriment of any other relationship, um, particularly one with the divine, we hit an, an inevitable threshold every time. There is an inevitable ceiling to what we as an individual in our personhood can accomplish here, unless we're able to tap into vantage points and and, and knowledge outside of ourselves. Of course, in our way of thinking outside of ourselves is inside of ourselves. But for most of us, we don't know ourselves to be an aspect of the divine. We might say we do. We might really, really want to believe that. But our day-to-day kind of actions, behaviors, our words, our thoughts speak very differently. Most of us in, in troubling times and stressful times revert back into a very kind of Newtonian limited perspective of the self, which is us as the individual, us as a person, um, us as an island unto him or herself with, with no assistance, no connection, um, really feeling like we are, we're all we have. And, and that continues to fuel, obviously, the fear um, that, that, it, that it encompasses. And so none of that's innocent. It's a tendency that we hold because it's a comfortable place that, that we can find ourselves. It's, it's not a comfortable experience. It certainly sucks to be in a state of fear or a state of fight or flight all the time. And yet it's comfortable because we know it and we've accepted it on some level, whether we want to acknowledge it or not, we've accepted it as a natural part of our existence as an inevitable part of our existence. So even though we go looking for a savior, most of us don't actually believe that we would find one. Um, and we're not really sure what we would do if we did. Um, and yet, we continue the pursuit because the pursuit of, especially with the expectation that there is no actual um, ability to accomplish it leads us in a perpetual loop of discontent again by design. So it's important that when these components within us, these aspects that we hold, whether you want to refer to as your fear, your ego or your lower frequency components guide us somewhere that, that that we stop and say, "Wait, wait, wait, who's in control here? Who's guiding us? And what's their motivation? I mean, be really clear because they're purposely um, vague in their responses, right? It's just, it's fear. You have to be afraid. The The world is scary. Things are scary. Life sucks. Life is hard. Of course, you. at the end of the day, we're still human and we're going to mess up. And of course, we're inherent sinners. Um, the Bible tells us that. Be really cautious with the flippant kind of um, easy reaction uh, responses that, that come from that because it, again it's a distractor and if and, and they think they, they talk you into believing that they're answering the question without actually answering the question but if we dig more deeply we see that they don't really have anything to back up why they're afraid and, and, and if we take that to God to the Creator in prayer in in, in meditation in communing with nature whatever your your, your space may be there then we're able to open it up in a way that us as our personhoods cannot. And, and when we allow the divine to inform it, when we let spirit move through us and open those spaces up, we do see much more clearly. So the peace that passes understanding is, is faith until you fully believe and then it's proof, right? For those of you who've traversed that space, you know that the proof is undeniable, but you can't see the proof until you fully believe and you can't fully believe until you step out on faith. Most of us won't step out on faith unless we can fully see it, right? Which is the loop. So if we can suspend that need to understand for a brief moment, relax into the peace that passes understanding, because we believe that there is an entity that can give us that level of peace, because we have faith in that process, then we get the understanding that we seek, but we can't do it backwards right? Um, and, And that's the rub. So when we go looking for a Savior, be very clear, folks, that Savior is you. That Savior is only you, though, as a fully embodied, integrated aspect of the divine. And you have to know yourself as that component. So when people say they've found salvation through an internal journey into the divine, it is totally possible Jesus modeled that. But Jesus also knew himself to be the Son of God and invited each of us to view ourselves that way. And there are implications to that. And when we are willing to look at ourselves and what we believe about who God is and the relationship that we hold with that component, then we do find a Savior and we find salvation, but in a way that is completely what it was promised to be but is nothing like what we thought it would be which is why we call those spaces the abstract frequencies that that place where we commune with the divine is very abstract and everything is backwards there it's upside down it's inside out everything it's like opposite day it's just you know the circus you've heard me say that before so watch yourselves in times of trial in tribulation, in times of excitement, right? Who do you want to go sharing that with? Where do you go looking for your solutions? And be really clear that if you're seeking something outside of yourself or seeking something within yourself, that you're going to God with it first. And yes, that's one and the same thing. (sighs) Wonderful stuff. So, folks, between now and next week, what I want you to do is be very, very, conscientious about what you're consuming, okay? That's going to help inform your thoughts differently. Pay attention to what you're listening to. Make sure you're listening to at least a podcast a day on this network. Check out the I Am series. Watch those messages. Some of it's dense. Watch it multiple times. You're not going to catch it all one time, and that's okay. Same with these episodes. The, The point is being in it. It's an experiential existence, folks. Experience it. Have a good time with it. And set your sights on the thing that is going to actually have a hope of bringing you what you say you want. And for some of you, that means you have to get really real about that. So I recommend starting there. But until next time, folks, go check out our ecosystem, superpowerexperts.com. You can click on the messages tab, get us your email. If you want those messages going to your inbox, Um, all kinds of fun stuff we've got going on over there. Um, go to the programs if you want a little more personal touch and really want to connect in with our coaches and assist you in walking into these spaces. You'll love our Redesign Your Reality curriculum that, that, that those programs walk through. Um, it doesn't really matter. Consume us. Consume um, other programs. Make sure that they're in a vibration that's in integrity for you and in resonance. And it feels like a warm embrace. It should feel safe and loving. Um, you know, and a little bit. Eek. But, but make sure that at the end of the day, you know, in that space, you will be loved. Okay. Until next time, go out, uncover your superpowers, change the world. Folks, we love you all. Stay safe. Say Stay safe. Be good to yourselves and be good to each other. Take care. Are you ready to discover your superpowers? Go now to superpowerexperts.com and take the superpower quiz today.